0: Welcome back to the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about a 24-7 prayer and help referral line that Teen Challenge Southern California just launched. No matter what your need is, if you're anxious or worried or stressed, you can call anytime, any day, and a Teen Challenge staff member is there to pray with you. The number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that number is 888-520-0620. We know there's thousands of podcasts out there for you to choose from, and we want you to know that we're grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours today. In the current season we're in, we've chosen to share with you all of the messages that were prepared by Teen Challenge Romania Executive Director Catalyn Baciu for our annual staff retreat, which has been canceled. Catalin recorded them in Romania a few weeks ago, and our prayer is that you would sense God's presence and that you would hear his voice clearly through these sessions. Most of all, we hope you're encouraging the Lord today through these podcasts. Today's topic is entitled, The Power of Mentorship, Part 2. Be encouraged today.
1: So we will continue with the second part of uh, on mentoring. And uh, hopefully... Um, it's a good reminder of how important to have these incredible voices God-given voices uh, in our lives and, uh, and uh, truly uh, uh, look for that be aware of that and, uh, and ask God for, for those gifts um, So um, and, and also I hope that uh, by this time you've uh, been thinking of people that um, Uh, you already have in your life that you already have a a good chemistry with and you feel a a deep connection that uh, actually you can start calling them more and um, uh, just ask them more. Uh, and and share more about the struggles or about the questions that you have or about the solutions that you may need in um, just about any situation. I mean, uh, it's incredible, especially when you, when you know your mentors, when you have them on different categories, like I said, more colorful mentors, Um, you, you're going to be so much more enriched and um, uh, there will be a lot of, burden that will be lifted from your shoulders because it's a uh, God-given, people like that are God-given and, and it's we confess things, so even if we don't look it like that. But once we put our heart there on, on, uh, on the plate, like we say here in Romania, and we really confess. Uh, and, uh, and that really brings um, uh, peace and, and helps us um, uh, be empty from our worries and our anxieties and our struggles and be filled with Lord's peace, uh, that peace that trespasses all understanding. Uh, because you will never see somebody that is uh, fruitful, uh, that is uh, lives in anxiety or lives in stress. You, uh, people that bear much fruit for the Lord, they, they have it deep peace about them Um, they have an incredible wisdom but never forget and nevertheless it's it's because they have powerful uh uh, voices in their lives and uh, they become the voices that they have in their lives and um now you may say well it's the voice of the holy spirit of course, that is the most important voice in our lives. And uh, we will touch that uh, by, the, by the end of the, this uh, second mentoring session. But it's also, again, it's also the help of the people. Uh, as God puts us in his body, we, they, we each have our, our uh, uh, functions, So it's so important to remember that God uses people in our lives. And now uh, it's time to also think of this. As we looking for mentors, you know, we are mean, men, mean, mentees. How do you say, mentees? So, mentee. Uh, we we also. It's important that we have mentors, but also it's important that uh, we are mentees. So, I think the first part we we really talk about um, uh, how do we choose mentors and you know how many kinds of mentors. But now we I want to take a closer look to what makes a good mentee you know what, what does it look like to be a good mentee what makes a great mentee and um, let's take um, let's take a look over that so uh, actually technology smart okay this is a, what makes a great mentee first and uh, this is uh, this is so important for our lives uh, what will make us a great mentee is a powerful desire to grow uh, we want to grow we want to expand our capabilities we want to, to to bear much fruit we want to use our time and resources better we want to be a blessing uh, and that desires burn those desires burn in our life and heart and we want how, how do we do it we're not going to have time to learn anything by ourselves, or just by our mistakes. But we, because we have this great desire to grow, um, we will look for mentors. And because we look for mentors, and we have that desire, uh, that helps us to become this great mentees. Um, look, look at what 2 uh, Timothy 3.17 says. So that why, why we wanna grow, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And we have lots of work to do when we are in the ministry, and it doesn't matter what you do in life. You to have a variety of people in every day, a variety of needs, a variety of decisions. And once you are well equipped, thoroughly equipped, uh, you'll be ready to do every good work that God brings in our path because that's his specialty that's his doing he's gonna bring we're gonna walk in those deeds in our lives and and that's why it's so important to have that desire to grow and sometimes I meet a lot of Christians that uh, they don't have that desire to grow and they don't even realize that they have that desire to grow because they in their mind they want to grow they think they have this powerful desire to grow but if you ask them for example, you know, do you have mentors in your life? Uh, true, like, and if the discussion is really authentic, they will say, no, I, I truly don't have people that can, uh, I allow to speak in my life or uh, that I call them for advice every uh, or so often. Uh, or if you ask them, hey, when was the last time when you read the book, did you, did you read uh, two, you know, I don't know, 100 pages this week? No, no, I've been wanting to write this book, but you know, I, I, I've been postponing. But, well, uh, how many books did you read in the last three months? I'll mean, like, none. I've been busy. Of course, we've been busy. The more you, um, you have a family, you have uh, children, you have, we're always going to be busy. But that powerful desire to grow, it, it, if you have, if you put value on that, whatever we put value on, we find time. It's the value, it's not the time. Uh, it's what, what we cared for, that we make time for. And so it's so important that you, we care about the growth because then we become a great mentee. Another, another thing that makes a great mentee is knowing exactly what they want. Uh, what makes you a great, myself a great mentee is, is knowing what I want. Uh, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying, I'm saying is I have to know my needs. I cannot, I'm not. Not allowed, but I cannot count on my mentors to, to uh, tell me my needs. Uh, they will eventually tell me some of the needs, but I have to be the one that knows exactly what I want. So I want to know my wants. I want to know my goals. Uh, <clears throat> I want to be clear about what, what I hope from the mentoring uh, because I am, as a mentee, when I call my mentors, I am responsible for creating the the conversation i am responsible for creating the agenda if you want of the conversation um, i mean uh, how can i prefer, prepare for a real talk if if i know what i want then i tell you i choose a significant issue that i struggle with currently um, and it's best to be something that uh, that is not easy uh, it should be something that is is difficult for me and especially it should be something that is is not already uh uh, solved so it it has to be something that i struggle with something that uh, it's hard on my heart uh, something that is heavy something that is bothering me or eating my spirit um and i have to articulate it specific i have to frame and reframe until it becomes very clear to me and um uh, for example if i uh, I have, a, I have files on my phone. So if I right now open in this file and I, I, I write Ron Brown, uh, who is a powerful mentor in my life, I, I write certain things now. Like today, there's certain things that goes through my mind. I write them. Uh, so when I talk to him, because he may not be available today, he may be available next week, I already have those struggles or those, because most of them sometimes, especially if they're complex, they don't going to go away that easy. So when I call, I have, an, I have an agenda. I have something that is very specific. And I usually ask them, what would you do in this situation? Um, hey, uh, I call you because I, I have, I I'm, mean, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with this. And again, I have to be very specific. And then I say, what would you do if you would be me? Um, and it's, uh, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, uh, what, because it's specific, because I call with, I'm not going to call with like, Hey, how are you doing? I just call. Okay. You call a lot to say, how are you doing? But, um, uh, you, you have to be prepared for those mentoring meetings. You have to be intentional, um, uh, because you, you may, you may know what's right, but you got to do something about that. Uh, You've got to have put actions, you got to put feet to, to it. So um, I like this quote of uh, Theodore uh, Roosevelt, knowing what's right doesn't mean much unless you do what's right. So um, uh, make sure you know exactly as, as, you are, as you have mentors in your life and you become a mentee Uh, You know exactly what you want. You have a powerful desire to grow. And then the third thing is a willingness to ask for help uh, and to be vulnerable. And that is a very hot subject. That is like, um, um, that's why people don't have real mentors because they are not willing to be vulnerable. They are not willing to ask for help. When they struggle with something, because they're afraid that they will be viewed viewed uh, differently, and uh, now they they are weak, and now they're you know one of the signs of of pride in somebody's lives is they don't have uh, genuine mentors, they don't have people that they can talk to, uh, and the absence of those mentors is it's that indication of pride. Now, you've got to be open. You, they will save your life. You got to be, um, uh, you know, receptive to, to new angles and, and just just be vulnerable. Jesus was vulnerable. Um, just think about it. Uh, think of that moment when he was with the uh, with John and Peter, and they were in the Gethsemane, and uh, he asked them to uh, to pray. He asked them to um, Hey, and then he, he, he opened his heart and said, "I'm I'm I'm so afraid. Uh, I'm overwhelmed with fear. I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing right now. But I'm overwhelmed with with fear, and I it's, it's I'm, I feel like I'm dying of fear. and um, who was Jesus in their eyes? I mean, Jesus was like the son of God. It was like uh, the, the person that, I mean, not the person was the God that he, they saw him giving, um, um, raising the death, uh, healing the, the sick. Uh, you know, that, it, and he, they knew he's walking on water. And now he is telling them how he truly feels but Jesus was not afraid of being vulnerable, and not not afraid of uh, uh, asking them for help because he asked them to pray, and uh, then he went to talk to his father because his father was his main like he, his mentor, and um, he would go and talk to him, and but he also asked the help of uh, of his friends, and um, he was not a friend, and, and those are think about it. I mean, those are. Uh, Peter and John were. Were he chose them, you know. So he was. They were working for him, if you want. But um, no, it was. It was like Jesus didn't look at that. Jesus looked at the principles, you know. Asking for help, be vulnerable, uh, because it, uh, you know. Many times we we uh, because we are afraid of sharing our struggles and our needs. Uh, we're losing uh, worse. We're losing battles. And of course, many, many people lose worse. Ma- most of the people that fall relapse. Um, if you look why they relapse, and I talk to them as we sit down and pray and, and go through everything, uh, and I asked them, Did you talk to somebody when you went through? Because the devil has a protocol, everything starts with thoughts. Uh, that's his protocol. First is the thoughts. He comes with a to 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 steal the peace, to to bring you confusion, to really uh, plant a seed of of lies. So uh, and and nobody, I mean nobody, everybody goes through that. They it's a spiritual battle. As long as we live on this earth, we will go through this. So that thought, it's you struggle with. It's something internal. If you're not vulnerable. And if you are not willing to ask for help, I mean, you're not gonna have true mentors in your life. And if you only talk to people that are weaker than you or they are just equal with you, I mean, it's, it's the chances that something good will come out of there are very slim. So um, after the thoughts, it's, it's the, there is a, the next thing is that we start um, uh, contemplating and start doing things there are just not a lot of sin, but little sin, and, and it's, it's, we can do it because it's hidden. Well, that's another part of his protocol. And in those steps, uh, we, we should talk to people. That confession that talk. It will really, um, uh, first of all, if, because of that confession, we will receive peace. And we will receive forgiveness and we will receive great advice. And uh, there is a great chance that that will stop there it wouldn't we will not go deeper into a behavior you will not go deeper into a, uh, just a, you know, crazy things that will destroy our lives so it's so important to have to have those to be a, to have those mentors in our lives and and when you have a mentor in your life to be that vulnerable and that open and um uh, also be open to new ideas uh, I mean no mentors will help. Will will keep uh, a mentee, and you, and that is such such a truth because I've had that experience. Uh, I will never keep a mentee that is not open, and especially is not low open to learn and open to share uh, openly his heart. And you know, you know they are not open because uh, they, they stop at a certain point. I mean, you're not gonna. You're not gonna have a great, great mentors if you stop at a certain point. Another thing that makes us, um, let me, is, um, is uh, seeking a great mentees, is seeking and accepting uh, honest, or I would say brutally honest feedback. Um, you are a good mentee when you can take something you don't wanna hear. And usually, uh, honest, brutally honest feedback is, is the stuff that is essential to us, you know, and especially essential to our long term development, but it's painful to us. And, uh, and a good mentor observes this, discerns this in our lives. So they, they wanna share that with us, and they will share that with us. And based on our reaction, if we receive it, uh, if we are willing to seek and accept that feedback, he's going to continue to give us that feedback or not, which that would be kind of the end of the, the, uh, an authentic mentoring, mentorship. Yeah. So uh, a great mentor will challenge you as much uh, as they help to encourage you. If it's a true mentor, they will truly challenge, uh, challenge you. Um, now you also have to be when it comes to accepting feedback. And uh, the first part, you see, it's seeking feedback. You have to be proactive. Sometimes um, uh, great mentors are always busy. And uh, great mentors, uh, when you call them, it's not like they are on the beach sitting and just wondering who, who else is going to be uh, uh, going to be calling them. No, they are very very busy already. Uh, so never be discouraged to choose uh, somebody that is already busy because there's a saying that if you want to get something done choose somebody that's already busy you're going to have probability for for them to get that thing done is is huge so uh, when you call them is you you be proactive and seek their feedback Uh, tell them something and say hey Tell me truly what you feel about it, how, how I did it, or um, what do you discern in the last period in my life? Just seek that. Uh, sometimes when we receive a feedback that we don't like, and again, if it's an honest feedback, brutally honest feedback, it will hurt us. Um, and that's why it's so important that uh, the, the, the wounds of a friend, actually, uh, they help us. But at that point, it doesn't feel like a help. It, it hurts. It's... Uh, ask clarifying questions that really helps me for example i don't like i don't like when i'm criticized i don't like when I, um i'm not the kind of guy who, who says oh i love to hear all these negative things about me i mean they discourage me but uh it's actually it's exactly what made me strong every day when i have real feedback i praise god for having a wife that is uh, is telling me everything up front, and uh, she does it with grace I have mentors I mean even um, pastor Ron uh, if he's not kind of guy that will tell you uh, brutal uh, feedback never but he will tell you the truth in such a way that after he leaves after you finish your conversation with him you go he did it in such a graceful beautiful loving way that it doesn't feel like a slap sometimes i do i i am that kind of person that gives the feedback and it feels more like a slap and i want to learn and um, again when i have a mentor like ron i'm I'm learning i'm learning a little harder on some stuff but i'm learning so uh, ask instead of uh, when you hear a feedback that hurts you instead of Uh, allowing those feelings of uh, like a victim mentality and those feelings of pitiness to come over you ask clarifying questions that actually it's a it's a God-given gift because the brain uh, we have two major part of brains and the first thing that when we hear something the first thing is the emotions that will kick it's it's God's design for us so we can run because when we were in the in the forest, in the jungle, in the garden, if you want, when a lion would come, I mean, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be looking at the lion and say, um, so what color that lion has? How many years that he has? Does he have experience to fight me? No, I see a lion and the first thing is fear. And I, then I run. And so God created us with that mechanism. So, you will you will never be able to say no, I will be always very objective no you will feel, when something hurts, you will feel it, and then you will start thinking so in order for to to speed that process instead of just letting that you know go, that feeling go through your um, through that part of brain, just start asking clarifying questions. It will move to, to hippodalamus here and this part of brain who is responsible for uh, logic and, and uh, um, decision making process. So you, once you ask more clarifying questions about the comments, you will you will and they will bring arguments. It will make sense. And uh, so learn that. But it's so important to to accept uh, that honest feedback. And it takes a humble heart to accept honest feedback. It, it's Lord help us all because we need to to receive. Uh, honest feedback, that, will, that helps us more than anything else. I mean, encouragement, we thrive on encouragement, but, but honest feedback, mm, it, all those blind spots, all those needs that we don't see, development needs that we don't see, uh, they come to light first, they, they, it's painful, but for our long-term development, for us to bury, mm, Fruit more and to go from glory to glory, we do have to learn to accept feedback. Um, another thing, uh, what uh, uh, makes a great mentee is um, they do what they say they will do, they keep their promises. Uh, you know, like this is your yes, be yes, your no, be no. Um, psalm 89 34 i will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth from my lips once you say you're going to do something uh do it mentors and especially great mentors they measure progress they know what uh, uh, they know this principle that what doesn't get measured doesn't get done so they measure uh they they are effective they want result they want movement they want growth. Um, be 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 responsible be accountable Uh, and I tell you you will not a mentoring process will not work if you don't do your homework so keep your promises and uh, you will be a good mentee and also uh, this principles is uh, it's the same when you mentor somebody when you see somebody that has no interest in, in doing what they say they're gonna do uh, you gave them a book, you, uh, you say, "Hey, uh, you spend uh, uh, hours with them, you start investing in them, but they don't do their homework. I mean there's very little chance uh, uh, that actually there's a great chance that you're wasting your time, and there is very little chance for that person to, to change. So um, another thing that what makes Grace uh, makes a great uh, mentee is willingness to sacrifice time. Now you will say, I'm a mentee, I receive, and uh, why do I have to sacrifice time? It's the mentors that sacrifice time. Uh, We will go through that too, but uh, also you as a mentee will have to sacrifice time. And why do I say that? Um, Your mentors may not be available when you want them to be available. Uh, I, have cert- I have a lot of mentors that are, they live in the United States. The different time zones in the, in the West Coast is 10 hours. So I may not, uh, you know, I may call them when, when everybody else watch, watches a, a soccer game or watches a, a good movie or we are around the table. Sometimes you just have to sacrifice time. Resting, movies, relaxing time just to, um, to spend time with them because that's it. That's a real situation. I do have to sacrifice time. Another thing, and uh, I think that, that was it. it, was about what makes a great mentee. Um, see, when um, the blessing, I want to talk about a little bit about the blessing of being a mentor. Um, is that, like I said, there's a lot of blessings that are hidden in in uh, in this uh, and and one of the things that people say at the end of their lives and and it's so important to learn from those people because they have regrets and one of the top three regrets one of them is i would invest i would have invested in others more uh, if i would have if i could live my life again i would invest in others more why uh, we have to learn from that why should I have this regret? I should, you know, I, 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 I like this and this comes to my mind now. It's, it's that uh, American Indian uh, saying, when you're born, you cried and everybody else rejoiced. Live your life in such a way that when you die, you rejoice and everybody else cries. So, but for that to happen, I mean, it's not like we need people to, to, to cry because we die. It's not, that's not the point. The point is you leave a great legacy and the only legacy that is important is investing in people. I mean, you can leave a billion dollars that would be wasted in no time, but you can invest in people and multiply yourself through others. And that is a true investment. That's what God is calling us to, to do. As a person that changes the world, is not changing the world by making a conversation, is by making disciples. Look at Jesus. He um, built, he transformed, he spent three years with 12 men. They were different, you know, categories, different education, different ages, different everything, uh, different personalities. And he spent three years with them. He poured himself into them. He, he explained to them what was the, uh, old, you know, the, the stories and the, uh, everything about the kingdom of God one on one. And they changed the world because he uh, built disciples. When um, some so great sayings are success without a successor, it's um, um, failure always have a mentor always have a mentor yeah always mentor someone uh you in our lives there should be at least seven um, you know max 12 that you mentoring right now because mentoring is discipleship and um and uh, being a mentor like was, i was saying here earlier is that we um uh, it's it's our mission. It's not just something good to do when we make disciples. It's our mission. Uh, it's our responsibility. It's the responsibility of every Christian. It's the heart of what we do, especially at Teen Challenge. is the heart of what we do. It's our signature. Um, and, and we don't make disciples because people uh, enter Teen Challenge or they enter a program. We make disciples because that's our mission. And that's, you know what's amazing? That turns into an amazing, an amazing uh, blessing for our own life. I mean, you, we don't make disciples so we can be blessed. but It's amazing what happens when you do. Uh, I, I just thought a few things there, like it makes you reflect on how, how you did it, why you did it, because they will ask you. Uh, mentees will, uh, will, will ask a mentor, um, hey, what made you do this? Um, how did you do it? Why did you do it? And sometimes we don't think of stuff like that. But because we have a mentor, that a mentee that asks us, we go deeper. We reflect. And that that is such a good thing uh, because it's kind of an uh, introspection. Uh, we share our uh, experiences and our failures. And when we share our past experience, when we share our failures, actually, that is a good thing because we remember. And when you remember, it's, it, they become vivid. So it's, there is very less chances that you will repeat the same failures. Uh, another advantage is that we grow when we teach. We grow most when we teach. We grow most when we pour ourselves into somebody. Studies show that. Study shows that you can read and you only grow, either, I don't remember right now how much, like 10%, 20%. And then uh, when you, when you, uh, you know, talking with somebody is a certain percentage, but when you teach, you grow the most, I think it's over 70%. Because it, 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 it's, it settles, it, it cements you know, in your heart <laughs> when you teach. Uh, another advantage that uh, when you are a mentor, is that you receive a lot of joy. I mean, uh, like Jesus, there is more joy in giving. Uh, and, and you don't experience joy until you truly give. And as painful as it may be uh, when you sacrifice, because you know, being a mentor, you do sacrifice uh, a lot of time, but there is a, an amazing amount of joy that hides in that giving. Uh, another thing is that you experience significance. See when we give, and it has to do that has to do with uh, with the joy because significance and joy they come like they come like this. It's when you see them succeed, you're full of joy, but that joy also it's a it's a it's an indication of significance. You feel like you're making a difference, and that's that's what God calls us to do. And uh, then another one is that you may expect. Um, 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 uh, unexpected blessings um, you may get unexpected uh, blessings and uh, that's for me hard, uh, I, c- I can be easily misunderstood when I talk about this but uh, let's hope that we want, we mentor somebody not for benefits and and actually if we mentor for benefits no benefits will come out because uh, God watches and um, he um, he purifies things especially when we are his so but i tell you when there is no interest when there is no self-interest when there is nothing else but just you just want to pour yourself into you want to disciple other people because it's that responsibility it's that mission it's that call in your life it's amazing what uh, what happens i mean most of my um, incredible blessings of my life they came from people that uh, uh, I mentor I mean um, um, just not even a year ago one of the my uh, mentees uh, that I met mentor for the last uh, eight years he built an apartment uh, building in Bucharest uh, and he just like it's an it was an incredible building beautiful so uh, I was just happy that he uh, because he's a developer, and but of course, when I met him eight years eight years ago, he he was uh, he had just done you know normal regular car. He did not the business, he, you know, it was not a big business; it was a small business. He was uh, working hard, doing everything, just an incredible, faithful man of God, hardworking, uh, with a, with a call upon his life. With uh, so wow, seeing that and having that chemistry with him. I decided that that's the man I want to invest because it's going to be that guy that he's going to be so fruitful for the kingdom of God. and He has been incredibly fruitful because he has been a blessing for so many people. Now, I've never, ever expected anything from him. But last year, he came to me and he said, hey, I'm building this this building and I want you to walk with me through the building. And he said, you see this? And it was a beautiful penthouse with a huge terrace. And he said, "Um, I want you to move here you know sell your apartment uh, do whatever you have to do in this apartment you know to make it nice and then you give me the money that you take from that apartment and uh, the difference that is after you make expenses that's like a huge amount of money I mean I could never ever afford to buy a penthouse nevertheless in Bucharest and so uh, it was like and it was one of my dreams. It was something that I prayed for, uh, that one day I'll have, a, like, a little garden. I didn't even thought that of a penthouse. I didn't even have had that concept because so I was thinking maybe I'll have a little garden somewhere in the countryside, a little house. But God has something better for me, you know. And uh, he used somebody that we mentor for years with no interest. He just, I mean, just was unbelievable. It was an unexpected Blessing and now we live in this apartment. We just enjoy so much and um, Yeah, I mean that's uh, uh, It would be maybe a lot of unexpected stuff Another another thing what grace uh, uh, makes a great um, um, Mentor is time Uh, So we were talking earlier about time that good intentions are are not enough because mentoring takes lot of time uh, if, if, if somebody would ask me what does it take if you would have to choose one thing out of many things that uh, uh, mentoring process is uh, what would you choose that's the most important I would say time uh, it, it's like any other relationship it takes time to develop uh, it grows a lot faster it grows a lot deeper it grows a lot stronger If we take time to get to know each other as people you know uh, it's important to build that trust and you only build it when you spend time so it's it's so important to know once you spend more time with somebody you know their story once you know their story again you know their subculture so um, any any fears that he has any problems that are you understand them a lot easier so the solutions once you understand the problem, once you you have the diagnosis, it's easier to to treat it. You find a, a better medicine if you want. So we got to commit real time and energy to mentoring relationships. Um, I mean, most of my mentors are very very busy people. Uh, so, but they they give me they give me hours. They give me lots of hours. In one year, they give me lots lots of hours they are great mentors they uh, they invest they know that principle so count the costs you want to be a mentor which again it's it's a responsibility it's something that will enrich your life more than uh, you think but you've got to count the cost it will it will cost you time and if you're married talk to your wife Tell her, honey, I want to start mentoring some people in my life. Personally, I want to have those people ongoing in my life. Uh, and maybe some conversations that would be late hours. And maybe some conversations that will, uh, you know, we'll have to give up something. Uh, count the cost. But it's worth. It's truly worth. Uh, another thing is selfish, Selflessness um it's it's not about us when we mentor when you're a mentor it's not about you i mean like philippians says it's not looking at my own interest uh, but the each of you we have to look for the interest of others says the, the bible i have to look if i choose to mentor someone, i don't choose it for my own interest i choose it so they can thrive they can grow they can expand they can, they can be the best versions of themselves and they can fulfill the destiny that God has for them. So it's not about me; it's about pouring into somebody um, in order to see them succeed. So you really have to be sincere, uh, interested in, in helping somebody. Um, one of the one of the traps, and this is when when you are self, uh, uh, this helps us of being um, not being focusing on ourselves, is that there is a trap in mentoring. And that's, that's uh, we want to see immediate change. We invest in somebody, so after a month, we want to see huge change. We want to see, uh, you know, he's been now redone this and that. But no, our job is to plant and water, and only God makes it grow. Now, if you plant on water on, on a cement, it always dries, never grows anything. Of course, you stop. But if you plant on the seed, it just grows slower, and it's it's okay. It's okay, you know. Some of us grow slower. I am that kind of person. I grow slower. Uh, it takes sometimes months for an advice uh, to settle in, and I go wow. And and many times I go back to to the person and say, hey, thank you. Now I, I got it. And uh, the guys like, what you got it? I don't even remember talking about this. But I was last year and. Uh, Sorry about that, but I only got it now. So keep, keep investing, it's not about us. When we are mentors, we have to think of them and, and uh, um, we have to have that disposition and that desire to develop other people for no interest, but only for their benefit. What makes a great mentor is that he's willing to share failure and uh, is willing to share personal experiences. Um, I really like when Paul writes to Corinthians and he says here, um, uh, he, he tells about a, uh, uh, an experience that he had with God. and He takes, talks about his own failures and he's like, uh, therefore I'll boast, boast uh, all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. That's why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. I mean, that's a, a powerful, powerful passage on an example of, of a, a man that mentors me because he's one of those silent men that I read. is the, the word of God that comes came through him and so I think of Paul like one of my mentors and he's like every time I write and I, I see his vulnerability like like Christ and I go yes we have to share our uh, what we did how we did it right and, and how we did it wrong and and uh, it may, may look like oh you did this or you did all these mistakes and you delayed all this Instead, and, and by God's grace, I'm, I'm here today, and because He's good, and you know, I've learned things, and then we go into another conversation. But be vulnerable. What makes a great mentor is uh, uh, the skill of actively listening. Now, you heard a lot about this problem in your life, um, but I would say this uh, there is a reason why God gave us two ears. And only one mouth. Uh, so, because even that is a it's a it's a lesson, it's a proportion that we have to learn. Uh, we have to, as mentors, we have to listen twice uh, of the quantity that we speak. And and especially to restrain ourselves when when the mentees start talking or a student from the internal start talking, and just listen to understand don't just listen and go, okay, I know what where this goes i 'm going to just cut it off and i 'm going to unload my, my God. no, listen to understand you'll be surprised that only by the end of his uh, his conversation he will say actually what he wanted to say at the beginning, but because he was nervous and now he was, he went all over the place, and finally, at the end, he tells you what he really had has on his heart so uh active actively listen listen and to try to understand another one another thing that makes us great mentors is the art of giving honest feedback like we were i was talking earlier about being a a mentee that takes uh, feedback seeks and, and receives feedback well now when you're a mentor you know giving feedback it's an art and uh, like I said, I was telling you about Pastor Lon, he's, he's amazing about when he, when he gives feedback because he is, he is an art, about, he's a truly artist about giving feedback. He does it in such a graceful way. But uh, uh, just learn. And, and you have to understand that when you, we give feedback, is we, we have to be courageous. We have to tell, us, tell it as it is. And uh, in order to give, give feedback is observe, you have to be a good observer, and if you if you cannot be physically there to observe, ask questions to your mentees uh, before you try to understand. So so you once you have the old pictures, then you give your honest feedback, and it's so 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 important to give that honest feedback because that's uh, that's one of the the important role of a of a mentor. Um, Another thing that uh, uh, makes a great mentor is uh, the the art of storytelling. see it's very very important to um, when when you have a man, mentee in your life is uh, share stories, share uh, you know images. Well, if you look at Jesus, he shared a lot of stories, he puts a lot of deep teachings into Something that was easy to understand. Something that was easy to to imagine. And it's a powerful, powerful skill that we can develop. And we, because you want to be a a better mentor, you want to tell better stories. Learn how to do that. Be gracious in your speech. Uh, The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation. Not to put them down. Not to cut them out. I like this translation from the message from Colossians uh, 4, 6. So another thing that makes a great mentor is uh, giving lots of encouragement. Uh, I would say encourage 10 times and give an honest feedback one time. That's the proportion. Uh, Build people up. Uh, Just like the Bible says here, it's build each other up. Uh, Is whenever whenever you see something, recognize it. Uh, don't, you know, just don't talk general, a true encouragement is specific. So when you see a progress, even if it's small, they say, Hey, uh, you've read a couple of more pages compared with last week. That's, that's progress, man. Now you don't like it. You say, of course, I don't like it. And you, because you have an authentic mentoring, you say, of course I don't like X because you promised you're going to read 20. But let me tell you this, you've read more than the past week. And, and it's, um, Um, that's fantastic and never forget whatever behavior gets praised will always be the behavior that is going to be repeated whatever whatever behavior gets praised will always be the behavior that is going to be repeated Uh, okay if if in a mentoring relationship it will only work if uh, if both parties take responsibility for making it work um, you cannot have a mentoring relationship if if both the mentor and mentee don't take responsibility for it. That's, that's not a genuine mentoring relationship. Um, another principle when, when it comes to the relationship of the mentoring um, is that it changes with time. You know, sometimes the distance, um, sometimes is the um maturity sometimes is the you know what do you mean by maturity i mean you grow you have a certain mentors that uh, it was very very useful for a number of years but as you grow uh, i'm not saying that you you throw it out the window and you say okay now i used you no but it's if it has to, if it's genuine you're not going to continue uh, you continue out your relationship with him but not mentoring relationship. And uh, that changes, and, uh, some uh, money changes a uh, mentoring relationship. I tell you, if you ask money from a mentor, forget about that mentoring relationship, it's done. So never do that. Um, in a mentoring relationship, it's so important to clarify expectation, expectations. Especially if somebody asks you to uh, be his mentor, or her mentor. You, you have to say, okay, who contacts who? Because sometimes the people say, oh, I have a mentor, he never calls me. But it was not, things were not clarified. Uh, who are, what are acceptable response times? I, I'm not available all the time. But so, if I have mentees in my life, and they call me, and after like three days or you know, three hours, they are like, I can't believe you're a mentor, you don't, you don't get back to me. No, we say, hey, listen, if I, if I, uh, I want to be honest with you, uh, there are sometimes days I cannot get back to you. But yeah, yeah I think uh, I would say, you know, three days, that would be the most I'll get back to you. And other things is how do we meet virtually, or how often, uh, what's shareable, and what is not, what is in and out of bounds, you know, uh, the, uh, what are the expectations around giving and receiving feedback? Sometimes, uh, something, especially when it comes to feedback, I do ask permission. I say, okay, how much do you want me to be honest? Um, I can be brutally honest. I can be just um, like, I don't know, artist honest. I can be diplomat honest. And I, I, I can be just a little honest. Yeah. You'd be surprised, usually people they 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 prefer brutally honest because uh, the conversation it's in theory. So they say, "Oh, be brutally honest." So when it happens, it kind of hurts. So we talk about stuff like that. You know, we wanna we clarify expectations. Um, how do you want? Uh, how does the mentee want the mentor to hold him or her accountable? I ask that. How do you want me to to be accountable to you, or want me? To, yeah. So. Um, once that's clarified it 's a lot better you 'll be a lot more effective. What a mentor is not, and we 're getting uh, uh, close to the end here is what a mentor is not a mentor is not a parent um, he 's not you know reprimanding he 's not like uh, protecting we 're not dealing with kids it's uh, it 's not that relationship where you Tell him what to do and and when to do, and uh, we work with people that are adults, and they just want to become better. So um, yeah, we're not their parents. Also, we're not their saviors. We're not trying to to so saving, especially savior therapists. We're not trying to save men. Uh, you know, it's not therapy. Where we where one is just rambles, you know, all the time and and talks some stuff that we don't even know what he's talking about. We're not saving people that we work with adults. Uh, We can not save anyone. We can only lead them to the real savior, Uh, but we're not their savior. So when, when they do mistakes, uh, when they don't do just don't take it personally. I mean, it's uh, their life. Uh, Some, some, some of the people that I mentored, uh, they, they took some, they, they did some, major, major mistakes, uh, they are still in my life today. The, the mentoring relationship changed, and some of them actually they're still mentees, but for a couple of years they were not because they went off and they did some crazy stuff. And it's okay. I mean, I, was, I didn't take it personally because I'm not their savior. And another thing we are not, a mentor is not, is that a mentor is not a teacher. Uh, a teacher is someone that passes information. Uh, traditionally mentors well, when we think of mentors it, it mean we think of people that pass information we don 't need uh, people to pass information to us uh, to us we we have gadgets for information we have the internet from information so it 's not you know that 's not what we are what a mentor is what a true mentor is is he's a guide um, he unlocks um, potential um in people that's a locksmith i mean he just unlocks stuff in you he sees uh, put the potential he he, he helps uh, a mentee see a possible future and uh, and help them there guides them there after he sees that potential uh, about them, that future for them he guides them in that direction and uh, he's an empower i mean uh um, he helps people become more of who they already are. He helps them become the best version of themselves. I mean, one of the things that we have to understand is that uh, we are not supposed to uh, make people after our own uh, image. That's not, that's not what a mentor does. A mentor respects the personality of the mentees. A mentor, uh, you know, he has a, powerful he's very close but he's also very distant because again as much as they they know one another he respects the unicity of that uh the, of the mentee because he empowers so um yeah that's it and that's what the true mentor is and um uh the, the, one of the things i want to want to stress is that uh, honor your mentors for the rest of your life you know do the respect where the respect is due. Do the honor where the honor is, is due. Um, the Bible talks about that. And it's, uh, you, look at, you look at Paul, he's like talking, thank you know, this and thank to that person and thank to this person and thanks. He always starts letters with that. He ends letters with that. That's, that's the Holy Spirit talking, the written word of, the, of God. And he teaches us. He mentors us. This is what we have to do. Even if some mentors will go outside of our lives for now, uh, in a, after a season, we have to honor them for the rest of our lives. And we have to uh, publicly recognize, um, never, uh, even some like I have people that were great influence in my life for a season, you know, a year or two. And um, something happened. They were very, uh, the relationship got uh, estr- estranged and, and it was like uh, I still honor them. I love them I respect them. Um, there's nothing in my heart about it, but when it comes to public rec- recognition and secret rec- recognition, I uh, uh, recognize them and I honor them because they, had, they played an important role in my life. The Lord through them, in my life and i have to honor that vessel of god and the last thought is that nothing nothing and nobody should replace the voice of god in our lives nothing and nobody i've had advices from amazing mentors that told me to do a certain thing and i um i asked the lord I spent time uh, in prayer, I took days because it was a major decision, and um, the Lord told me not to do it. And I didn't do it. And um, uh, if it's a true mentor, he will not take it personal, he'll be like, good, good for you. Actually, if he was asking you, hey, why did not you do this, I said, because I, I fasted and I prayed and the Lord told me not to do it. And they honor that. They respect that. They love that, if it's a true mentor. And um, they, uh, they will stay with you, you know, because they understand that for you, what's the most important is the voice of God. I mean, I myself, one time um, I had a mentee, and uh, uh, he called me for a major decision. And I told him, I said, if I'll be you, I will, I will move there. It was about a move, it was about a major change. So I told him, yeah, you know, we analyzed it, of course, for hours. Went, I prayed, and I just felt in my heart that this, he, he should move. And I told him, uh, I think this is what you should do. He didn't move. I was like, okay. Um, so I think months later I asked him what happened and the stuff he said he I decided to stay and uh, even to today I think he took a very good decision he's a a powerful Christian he himself and his family fasted and prayed and they decided they will stay and hey he asked me for my advice I gave him my advice but you know what was important for him the voice of God and um, as God gives us this his vessels in our lives Nothing should replace the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that pours through his vessels, but it's the Holy Spirit that pours through us. And when you really uh, uh, just want to meditate on it, because the Lord speaks through his word. The Lord speaks through the Holy Spirit. The Lord speaks through you know, the uh, inner voice. Um, the Lord speaks through his peace. So we have to listen to that. We cannot depend on them because they will become idols. If we depend on mentors, uh, they, they are idols. And that is a, not a bad thing, a very, very bad thing. Because, so the most important thing is that nobody, nothing, nobody will um, should replace the voice of God in our lives. And you should read the other um, um, references, the Bible references that I wrote there because they are powerful. So with this in mind, just want just to wanna finish and um, want to say that it's so important to have mentors, to have voices in our lives, because we're going to become those voices. It's so important to be a mentor for other people so we can pour what God had in us and through us and um, uh, multiply and help people around us thrive and um, just bring a lot of glory to God. So, guys, uh, that was it about mentoring. And, and I tell you, uh, I still think to today that uh, I'm so sorry I missed being with you in Southern California. The time and the Amber tonight in and out. I uh, need more treatment for. for um, so I can get the in and out out of my uh, mind. I'm shaking right now. But I, most of all, I, uh, I miss you. I miss um, seeing your joy, in, uh, spending time with you and just um, be there and, and in, in just just what God is doing there. You guys are fantastic ministry. You're fantastic people. And uh, I, I just thank God for the leadership that he put on your life because we have Ron Brown there. Just, you are so blessed to uh, have to have a Don of do you, do you have leaders like Rosie and John, him. if if I of course I, I have all those names uh, and, and you know yourself, but I tell you, you are just amazing, beautiful people, and I'm so honored and so happy that I'm also part of your life. Uh, Love you guys, and um, I really know I will see you. I hope, and I know I'll see you soon, Uh, because this won't last. Um, This will go. This shall pass too. And hey, it's a new day. We're gonna be prepare ourselves for eternity. Uh, The time uh, when we go to the Lord is not in our hands. Every every day is uh, is a gift from Him, and let's be fruitful and mentoring is part of that. Love you guys, and uh, what can I say? I Just looking forward to see you again. Bye, God bless you.
0: Thanks for tuning in today. We really appreciate you choosing the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it today. It's easy. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, click on our icon and hit subscribe. A new podcast filled with godly encouragement, spiritual instruction, and teaching comes out every Tuesday. We know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so grateful that you chose our podcast today. Be encouraged.